0: Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Licensed to View, a podcast on the internet where two best friends get together to talk about pop culture, movies, comic books, anime, manga, video games, pro wrestling, all that jazz. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Jason. With me, as always, my co-host Zach. What's going on, man?
1: You know, man, another day in the life. You know, another day, another dollar. I feel You like. know, as the saying goes in the biz. You know, so. like, we
0: talked about this a couple of weeks back about those, I think so, yeah. about those stupid sayings. Yeah. And I, mentioned, I think I mentioned then the response to that to that saying of another day another dollar is oh you make that much and then my response On a good day. my response would be every now and then i can only dream something like that <laughs> that's how i truly know i'm an old fucking man yeah well hey we skipped last week various reasons but the biggest reason for me is because the super bowl was happening and mm-hmm. i am a kansas city chiefs fan so I Big had week for you. I had to take a, the whole day to get yeah. prepared to blow my diet out of the water. Not go to the gym, not lift. All I did all day was overanalyze this fucking game that affects me zero. It affects me <laughs> literally zero.
1: Patrick, Go ahead. Personally, it affects you 100%.
0: It affects me 100%, but it also affects me 0%. Yes. Because I'm still here where I'm at in my own life. And this, yeah. these guys are out there rolling in dough.
1: It's true. Patrick Mahomes yeah. looking like a big, big, big shot this year.
0: It's even funnier because I'm not gonna get too much into football because I don't want not, to. It's not the right place for a football podcast. But it's his. It was his worst game of his career. Mm. Absolutely, the worst game of his career.
1: Um, I heard that actually. That yeah, because I was listening to. I hadn't listened to him in a while. I turned them on every now and again, but I was listening to part of my take. And I'm pretty sure that they were talking about how, yeah, this is like the least impressive game he's had in like a really long time.
0: It's literally – and obviously PMT and Bart and Big Cat, like they like you will know, do stupid takes for – but that's that's, a, that's the right take. It's, yeah. it's the worst game he's ever played. I mean he's played games that were like, okay, because everyone expects him to be the same, like this magical Brett Favre 2.0 kind of guy which yeah. he, which he is but in these big games he really just sometimes like against the patriots all this kind of stuff last season he he, he don't got the clutch factor. He kind of crumbled and he clutched two big plays which what which is what made mm-hmm. them win. He got MVP of the of the Super Bowl. It should not have been him. It should have been that mm-hmm. fucking David Williams wherever whatever the hell that guy's name is. I forget his name. That that RB mm-hmm. I think. He should have been MVP not Patrick Mahomes. That's Mm -hmm. my take on that. We won. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters. It matters zero to my life, but it still matters 100%. Zach, (laughs) what have you been up to, man, the last couple weeks?
1: Uh, This has been a busy, busy time for me. So the first thing that I did, um, I was going to bring it up because I don't think we're going to spend too much time on it, but I did rewatch the Matrix trilogy like you recommended before it went off Netflix. I watched them all in the span of about three days. I think I watched like – no, that's not true. I think it's two days because I watched the Matrix one day. And then the day after that, I just sped through, reloaded, and revolutions.
0: See, real quick to start to interrupt you again, but that's exactly I mean, that's how I do it too. Yeah, because the Matrix is that much. better. Because honestly,
1: yeah, I mean, it, and also just like the way that the story's told, like the Matrix can be like its own thing. It can thing be its own but thing. To, but it's kind of like it really is like, and it, I mean, it's the way they shot it. But it's like mm-hmm. reloaded and revolutions are very really much like their own. It's basically yeah. a four-hour movie.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I do the exact same thing because I will watch one and go, "Do I want to finish this or just get yeah. this part of the story?" And then yeah. if I go, "Okay, maybe tomorrow," and then I'll binge the next two.
1: So yeah, there was an interesting that I saw though, which is that the first two movies end with "Rise Against the Machine," right? The third the one doesn't. Or "Rage Against the Machine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's our one doesn't. What was no "Machine to Rage Against"? I what's guess.
0: what song is in the second one? Fuck,
1: I can't remember, but I definitely remember song? that it was. I don't think it's the same song. Hold on. Matrix. Loaded. Is that testify? That what song? What song is it? No, it's not testify. I'm pretty sure testify is the end of. No, testify is not the end of one. I'm I'm not a big fan Uh, of Rage Against the Machine. What song is it? Oh, never mind. Fuck. It wasn't Rage Against the Machine. It's Linkin Park. Is that? That can't be right. No, it's Pod.
0: Oh well, it sounds similar. It's similar. Uh oh. Did I lose you, Zach? Uh oh. Oh, you're back now. I got you back. Oh fuck! I got you back.
1: Yeah, cause, but um, yeah. Fuck. It was sleeping POD by Sleeping Awake by POD. I guess. Uh. I but yeah, no. Wake up by Rage Against Machine. Wake fuck up. Killer and song. I prefer Wake Up by I
0: prefer Hillary Duff. Wake up. Oh, is it even well, called? You know, it's, not called it's not called Wake Up. Is it? Is it called something else? I don't think it is. Paris, Tokyo, or some shit like it? that?
1: Uh,
0: wake Up. Wake I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not night. the
1: historian of Hillary Duff's discography. I I'm mean, not, I can't even remember.
0: I'm not either. My brain just remembers every pop culture shit from 2002 or wherever <laughs> that, that song came out.
1: Look, yeah. I can't do Hillary Duff, but if you ever need a Raven Simone, I got your back. So.
0: Yes, yeah, I don't know anything about Raven Simone. I uh, know that's a Raven, man. That's it's all funny because my, my girlfriend. <laughs> 'Cause she's you know, a girl and loved Disney Channel as a kid. So she knows yeah. all that stuff because she I never watched the Hillary Duff show. Uh Lizzie McGuire. Like it's fucking the Hillary Duff show. I never watched I never watched that shit. Lizzie McGuire, yeah. Nearly but it also
1: I. I, it was really like I didn't watch on the shows at Disney Channel, live action ones I watched was I watched That's So Raven and I watched Sweet Life is That and Cody. And those are basically my two big ones. Because I never mm-hmm. watched Boy Meets World, I never watched Even Stevens, I never watched. See,
0: th- th- that that's what I watched.
1: Yeah, I watched.
0: I did Even watch Stevens. *Phil of the
1: Future*. I love *Phil the Future*. I, yeah, I watched I *Phil the good.
0: Future*. I watched uh, *Even cool. Stevens*. I watched that stuff. Obviously, *Boy Meets World*. I I caught later on because, but when that show premiered, I was I either wasn't alive or very young.
2: Yeah.
0: So I I caught it when they were like in college or whatever. Yeah. Same thing with *Saved by the Bell* college years, which is notoriously bad. Yeah. Or people say it's bad. I liked it. Um, but no, but... so am out, baby. So my girlfriend didn't know that Lindsay Lohan had an album that came out. Wait, what? Yeah, she had an album. Like, it was yeah. Like, I used to watch TRL all the time when I was a kid. Or like mm-hmm. no, middle school, whatever. So she had... I remember she had an album, and one of the songs was called, like, Daughter the Father or something like that. I guess her dad was, like, an abusive dad or, mm-hmm. like, a piece of shit dad or something like that. I don't know. I don't know Lindsay Lohan's story.
1: I mean, I believe it. All it's I know like is that looked... she
0: was in Mean Girls and she pe- looked really good in Mean Girls. That's all I know.
1: She did look really good in Mean but Girls. But she had
0: this song. And it, was, it was
1: like her in like a room. Like you don't cla- remember Herbie Fully Reloaded? You don't remember that? Banger of a classic?
0: I never watched it because I remember... Fully Loaded? I never I watched remember. Herbie Reloaded because every time I, I, I saw a, a podcast at the same time, or, or they're making fun of that. And they yeah. called it Herbie's Fully Loaded. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, that's not wrong. Prob- I don't know. Maybe? Um, I mean, it's close. But how? So, how do you feel about watching The Matrix
1: again? Um, I definitely, I'm with you. I definitely see how they could make a fourth one. Um, and I'll, you know, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I wasn't those guys that like super ever hated like Reloaded or Revolutions or anything like that. I still enjoyed them quite a bit. Um, especially when I was a kid. Like it was a dumb action movie, and I loved the kung fu shit. I loved like fucking being in my backyard and pretending like I was Neo and like doing high kicks and all this dumb shit. And so when I was a kid, like Reloaded was like just more of that dumb shit that I loved. So, I don't know. I never ha- really had, like But do you like think the, that the...
0: after rewatching it as an adult, it really isn't a dumb action movie? It's like a deep ass movie.
1: Okay. Oh, I lost I'm you are back.
0: back. But yeah. it's like it's like not it's not it's not a dumb action movie though. It's like a fucking deep movie. You know? No,
1: yeah. I mean, it's like, like as a as, as a kid, you think it's a dumb think of, action movie that Yeah, but exactly. Like, but as, yeah, like rewatching it, like the philosophical stuff, especially like in the second and the third movie, and talking about like, especially with like the whole Agent Smith like virus thing, and like the mm-hmm. the meaning of like identity and like having your identity taken over, and like I mean, especially it's like the biggest moment where it's like it doesn't even really get explored that much, but uh, until the third movie, but like the fact that he like literally like fucking takes over some dude's conscience by like like tell me implanting it, his virus and shit
0: is is Harry Potter not just a ripoff of Neo?
1: Yeah. 100%. Because
0: Harry Potter in the Horcrux, like, he has to die so the Horcrux yeah. could be removed so he could beat Voldemort, so Voldemort can yeah. die. Well, Neo has to die so that the source code from the Matrix can be reset in Smith or whatever.
1: Yeah. That was the part that I I still I mean I kind of get it but it was like as a kid it like fucking went like way over my fucking head but the fact oh, that it was yeah. like yeah he had to be like assimilated and then once he was assimilated it like they can be reset I, and fixed yeah it's basically like a it's like a, mal, it's like it's a malware. malware. it's like a malware it's yeah. malware but like it was like a malware but like it cured the matrix I don't know it's still that part's still kind of confusing so but, I think um, I
0: think it's this Neo went inside Smith. Corrupted the, the the program that he is, so right. he was able to separate from the, the source, mm-hmm. and it couldn't. The matrix could not be reset until he was brought back into the code, and yeah. the one is the what that is that also another piece that has to be put into reset. So him right. dying, allowing Smith to rejoin the source killed i guess like reset that way like brought him back into the source code something like that that i'll never completely understand
1: yeah i mean i get it a little bit because it's yeah Mm -hmm. especially with reloaded like the whole point of the one is to go back to the source code so the fact that like smith is literally the matrix the fact that neo ends up becoming a part of smith i can see that definitely that's like a that's like the reset button so i get that for sure and yeah it's done and that's yeah that's the huge thing about it is that like it's a it's a much deeper movie that I think people give it credit for. Especially like the whole it definitely wasn't as long as I remember it being, but the whole train scene in the beginning and just like the purgatory aspect yeah. of that. Yeah. Um it feels like was, forever when you're was, a kid. Yeah, it felt like so fucking long, but I was I was like, yeah, it's yeah, it's like there's like three scenes that happen in it. Like it's really not that long. Yeah, it's like 5. It's minutes. like the first 30 <laughs> minutes is them like rescuing him and then the rest of the movie is like a bunch of other crazy shit. Yeah, exactly. And also, this movie really doesn't take place in the Matrix. It it really just takes place in the real world. Yeah, Revolution There's really... You've got the Agent Smith fight at the end, and then you've got him being rescued from the train station, and then visiting the Oracle one last time, and then everything else is basically the real world.
0: You know, and and it's one of those things that... um, Three is almost like a different movie. Three is like aliens to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. It looks like aliens. Like, it has, like, the mech robots and the fucking. It's definitely
1: got the H.R. Geiger shit, yeah, for sure. It's, like,
0: super duper, like, military sci fi.
1: Yeah, it it feels much more like. um, It feels like. The third one feels more like an ending or, like, the beginning of, like, a fucking Terminator movie than it feels like The Matrix.
0: Oh, yeah. And, like, the first two feel like cyberpunk, and the third one's, like, a military sci fi movie.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: But,. like I said last week or last last episode, as an adult, I really appreciate them way more than I did when I was 7 or 10 or 12 or 15 or whatever. And yeah. they're, they're much better movies so I can understand the concepts more. Like the architect yeah. is still confusing at 27.
1: That The whole – con I mean it's definitely – I mean the second one is definitely where shit just gets like really fucking confusing. There's just a bunch of weird shit and that's also where they introduce the concept of like the fact that the Matrix has been reset but there are also programs – old matrixes that have like somehow survived and they don't explain mm-hmm. how they survived. They just somehow survive. And it doesn't make any sense. Cause if the matrix is reset the fact that there are old program, like old, all the old programs should be rewiped. But you think that, but then when the matrix gets reset and at the end of the third one, you still have the fucking Oracle and you've got the little girl and you got the yeah. architect and they're still the same programs. Like they haven't changed. So I don't know the re the whole, I guess it's just the concept of like resetting the matrix is, is confusing in and of itself because there's no there's no hard and fast rules to it they're just like oh it resets but they do, there's not a whole rules of like mm-hmm. it resets and all the programs get rewiped because that's not what happens so it, well i it, guess
0: some, the, i guess some programs confusing. like like well the oracle and the architect are are the people who do the resetting so of course they they yeah. exist but like but the, also
1: like the mayor of is so like I think, always I think there. those
0: programs just happen to find a way to make it through the wiping yeah. But like they've been around long enough to, to know how to survive the wipes. Yeah. But even then, I don't... When I think of the Matrix resetting, it's not that the programs get reset. It's that the the life sources of the people get reset. Like, mm-hmm. those... The, the brain functions in the imaginary world are reset, not the actual mm-hmm. programs. Like the programs are rewritten and changed to adapt to... The, the new world that the the machines build for the brains. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, so if the Merovingian and all his crew existed in the in the war matrix, so they're right. not reset, they're not they're not wiped, they just happen to exist in a different way. But the mm. but the environment is changed for the humans to coexist with the you no know, con- the knowing that it's a fucking it's a cage or whatever. Yeah, that's what I think I
1: also really like the second one because the second one introduces the Merovingian and I like the Merovingian not as a character but as all the shit he introduces because all his fucking henchmen are fucking like monsters and shit like he's got fucking vampires and he's got fucking I'm assuming werewolves he's got the ghost twins like he's got all the fucking cool ass characters yeah I I really don't
0: understand like parts of the Matrix it goes way out of like yeah. Like, out of left field. Like, it's not just... Well, the
1: fact that it's, like, you have the ghost twins, but, like, literally 20 minutes earlier, the Oracle was saying that ghosts, like, don't even really exist. They're just, like, programs that, like, aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And that's, like, what a ghost or an extraterrestrial mm-hmm. or anything like that is. But then you go to the Mayor and it's like, no, they're not, like, sporadic things. Like, they're real fucking programs that they have, like, sentience. So, I don't know. That doesn't... Make- I feel like... Like the original explanation that they gave was that it's like glitches in the Matrix, sort of. But then those glitches are like they're not just glitches, they're like real fucking programs. So I don't know. But like it's even, very confusing.
0: But even like, you know, they say in the first movie that like, you know, like glitches like like deja vu are not really that's just yeah. alterations to the program.
1: Yeah, whenever somebody changes the source code, so, like, I mean, I, I think is what they said. I, I
0: really – I have – I don't know what they're going to do in the fourth one. Like how much more they going to – are they going convol- <laughs> to hurt I don't my know. brain? We can
1: talk about that. I mean we can talk about – I mean they – just a brief snippet was that they, they fucking released the first pictures or whatever from the Matrix 4. It's really nothing. It's just that Keanu still has his fucking beard and he's walking around in a trench coat and then my Niobe's with him. Somehow she's not fucking dead. I'm guessing – I, mean, I assume Trinity? what they're going to – Yeah, I was – Sorry, Trinity. I don't know why the fuck I said Niobe. No, Trinity's there. Mm-hmm. But, um. Because it's not them. Yeah. Because it's but not I assume, them. You know, I could assume that what they would do, going with all the, like, hippy dippy bullshit, is that they would go with the fact that, like, they're both reincarnated somehow. And it's, like, in that endless cycle of, like, the one who's. Because they never say that they look different. So why couldn't the one just be Neo and then his lover just be. Well, that's not. No, they're dead. Because Trinity was the first time that the one ever had somebody that he like specifically mm-hmm. fell in love with. So that's not even. I, I but maybe think, she's the new part of the cycle. Or I something. think that I it's know.
0: it's not actually they're not actually people. It's just copies of their whatever in the system, mm. and they the Matrix made them for whatever. And yeah. maybe the next one or whoever it is or whatever person they're going to use for the next one yeah. has to find. I don't know. It's like Luke. And then Neo's going to throw a gun off a building instead of a lightsaber or some shit like that.
1: Yeah.
0: So. that's what, not. What else have you been checking yeah. out though?
1: Um, So besides that, uh, movie wise, I also watched The Gentleman, the oh, new okay. Guy Ritchie
0: film. Right.
1: Have you watched the movie yet? No, I haven't. Uh, I think you should. I think it's definitely, it reminded me the most of like Snatch. Okay. Like it's a very, it's. I think it's one of his best movies since, like, Lock, Stock and Snatch and uh, Rock and Roller. Like, it's very much in that era of his films, and I think that's, like, where Guy Ritchie shines is those kind of films. Mm Because, like, honestly, it's like when he's gone outside of that, outside of, like, Aladdin, which was, like, okay, but it's not, like, it's not groundbreaking and it's not, like, hugely entertaining. Like, I'll never watch his Aladdin movie again. Like, it's fine, but, like, it's not something that grips me. me,
0: the trailer for The Gentleman, to me, was so bad.
1: Did you not like it? I hate it. That was the, the thing that fucking ripped me. I
0: thought the trailer was uh. so was awkwardly paced and it just felt like a B movie in a bad way. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I still want to see it cuz I love Guy Ritchie and I've seen everything he's made. Um
1: I think you I think you would really like it.
0: I mean, I'm going to see it at some point and just win. And yeah. If I see it in theaters, i wait until it comes out, you know.
1: Yeah, um, but I I fucking loved it. It's the it's I mean, it's a Guy Ritchie story and it's got the typical Guy Ritchie story twists and turns in it as far as like being a gangster story goes um I think it's the most meta movie to date for Mm -hmm. sure I mean it's all like I mean you learn this in the first five minutes it's not really a spoiler but it's all like told through this perspective of Hugh Grant telling Charlie Hunnam like what's happening and so there's like that meta aspect from it Mm -hmm. and like the whole time he's like describing it he like shows up with a screenplay and like how he's telling Charlie Hunnam like what he knows is like through the – through the thing of like a screenplay and the screenplay is called like Bush or whatever because it's all about marijuana. And then um, – and so there's that and then there's a bit at the end where he like actually like ends up like pitching the movie to somebody and it was just like – the whole thing is just like super fucking meta. It's his most – I mean Guy Ritchie's in all of his movies has always been like meta. Like everybody always goes to the fucking Fight Club bitch thing where he like points at the bubble or whatever but um well i, I don't not really I don't, it because he intentionally put i don't it i in don't that. even want to think that his movies
0: are meta i think they're self-aware mm. but they're self-aware of how goofy they are or the comedy like he's a very self-aware writer when yeah. he writes his like especially his like his british crime movies are like they're all kind of the same like mm. you know in the, not in a bad way but they're all like if you go back and watch a bunch of bros who are kind of on the fringe of it you know like if you go yeah. back and watch Lockstock, it's kind of like all right this is pretty self-aware how good i think this, this is. is a little
1: bit different then because it's not like a couple people that are on the fringe of it like i mean they're like they're securely in that world like and the cast is fucking excellent as well but i mean like Matthew mcconaughey's character he is the head marijuana Seller in all of the United Kingdom and the whole plot is him trying to sell his business. My
0: one problem with Guy Ritchie movies is that a lot of times I really have to like dial in my hearing because Mm. he picks some real British motherfuckers.
1: He picks some fucking out there accents. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sure. like, it's
0: not like it's out yeah. there to us. It's like, obviously, if I'm British, it's probably like, oh, like us with Matthew McConaughey. Like, I can listen to him and get it because I we li- we live in the South, so like we understand. He also doesn't
1: have an accent, which works. Uh,
0: which but,
1: you, I mean, it makes sense because he's like, American.
0: I, I I would feel like you know, if if I'm in the, if I'm British or not American or not Southern American, and we watch yeah. like True Detective season one, you'd be yeah. like, what the fuck is this Louisiana shit? Right, yeah. it's hard to hear, but if I like if I watch like Snatch, not even Brad Pitt's character because I don't fucking I can't even whatever the fuck. that Nobody is. Nobody can
1: understand Brad Pitt's character. But, like
0: even like when I watch like Lock Stock, I remember being like I need subtitles. Yeah, because of how like obviously if, like with like um, Sherlock, Jude Law cleans it up, and then obviously Robert Downey Jr. is you know doing his best version of one. But like yeah. when you actually get like real British dudes, or even mm-hmm. chicks obviously, but like I remember watching like. Snatch being like the fuck is going on. So <laughs> I, I have to pause a second. Pa- like no, King Arthur again. Charlie Hunnam's accent isn't that bad. He can yeah. he, he can really spruce it up. You know, obviously he, he, I watched him in Sons of Anarchy, so I know he can kind of enunciate yeah. it for the people like me who just can't, you know, dissect British different British accents. You know. Yeah. Um, but then they have the the yeah. I mean the cast looks good, and I'm excited to see it at some point. Um, but I wasn't dying to see it because I'm I'm dying to see. And this is maybe just my opinion. Um, I really wa- wanted him, Guy Ritchie, I mean. Mm-hmm. I love his crime stuff. I, I like right. that stuff a lot. I like all, all that stuff. I-, I wanted to... I was really hoping he would... This is the only time for any director mm. that I- I w- this is going to come-, come out my mouth. Only time. Okay. I wanted him to stay in the big budget movies. I wanted him to stay in the mm-hmm. Man from Uncles. I wanted him to stay in the Sharks. I wanted because him... I think yeah. he's I think he's so good at the crime stuff and I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that from him. And they're not saying anything he does later is bad. I'm not saying that. But I yeah. really like that he makes these big budget like blockbuster movies and he makes mm-hmm. them better than everyone else making big budget blockbuster movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I think Man from Uncle is so criminally underrated
1: yeah by like the general 100%. population
0: i think film fans enjoy that movie a lot but like army hammer and henry cavill and then the other chick i forget her name tomb raider um yeah are like i think that's a good movie people love sherlock mm. and people forget that he did that with those movies where's number yeah. three yet where's number two uh, from man from uncle you know i think yeah. he could really he pushes the boundary of big blockbuster movies instead of just making like popcorn marvel movies
1: yeah. So with that, I can see that for
0: that, sure. That's what I want him to go towards, which I'll never say that for anybody else. Like Ryan Johnson, I want to stay in the noir stuff. I want most yeah. people, but I think Guy Ritchie can transcend that. He's proven that. Obviously, King Arthur Yeah it's, it's not it, that great of a movie. I, I thought he should have went more anime. I think that that movie should have been pushed yeah. way more anime. I'm, t- I'm talking like
1: I want to yeah, see no, bigger fights. I scenes. mean it's like well, I mean it's like with what they did. I mean, the most enjoyable part of the movie is when they go like full anime and there's like a, there's like some weird, like, I don't remember what the fuck happened, but there was some weird time stop thing that happened and there was like some weird fight scene and I was like, that's the best part of the movie and it's like 30 seconds long and then you never see anything like that again. And I was like, fuck, fuck. You know,
0: my big pitch, I think, Mm. I would love to see Guy Ritchie do Star Trek in the same vein of like JJ stuff. Mm. Like, give me that fourth movie. And make it fucking...
1: I've never as seen... Fuck.
0: He, has he really... I don't think he's ever really done sci-fi. I have i don't think so. I think he's done the one fantasy movie. He's done the crime stuff. Yeah. The, you know, the, All the British stuff that he
1: does. So, I mean, I'd be interested to see that for sure. Go outside of his lane. I like yeah. when directors try to get outside of their niche.
0: And he's not... He's a self-aware director. Yeah. He likes what he likes. He makes what he likes. And that's good. I mean, he's not gonna... You know... He, I'm, I'm assuming Disney gave him boundaries for Aladdin, but he he flexes different muscles, and I appreciate that. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What else we you been checking out?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I've been checking, I started an anime uh, that's kind of old, but I've been wanting to check it out, and it goes into a news piece that we have later. But I started watching uh, Steins Gate. Okay. Um. I'd always heard about this series and I remember when it first came out, I think I'd tried to watch it and I'd watched like the first episode and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And so I was like, fuck this, like I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Isn't it like um, some
0: like time traveling microwave or some shit? Yeah,
1: and I think it, it think it I think it helps me a lot that the shows at least the first. I mean the first and the second season are like done. And so it's like, even if I don't get it, I can like I kept going through the show, and as you get to the show... I mean, it's, like, all time travel shit, like, in a TV show. It's, like, when you first watch it, nothing makes fucking sense because it's fucking time travel. Um, but that's not even... I don't know, time travel isn't really even introduced until, like, the second or third episode, but it's just, like, the characters are also kind of weird because, like, the guy pretends to be, like, a mad scientist or whatever. Like, his whole thing is, like, he puts on this persona of being a mad scientist, but... Um, But he's really like a good guy and he like wants to help people. He like – he's got this lab and he's got his friends and he like always likes to, you know, hear them out and help his friends or whatnot. And then they end up – the whole premise is that basically they discover time travel by being able to send text messages to the past.
2: Mm.
1: And so you can send text messages to rework certain events and there's certain – basically they end up like fucking with the time stream too much. And it's like, I'm at the point now where they've like fucked it up too much that I can see like the endless loop that he's going to be trapped in. So
0: how do you send a text? if There's no phones.
1: You can only send it. So the way that it gets sent back is they have like, it's really fucking confusing, but they have like a, they send it through a microwave. And the way that they explained it is that the microwave, there's some correlation between the phone, the microwave and a CRTV, that is able to send it. Uh you can only send it back to a time when there is phones. Okay, so that, so they, that,
0: that was my question. Yeah. Yes.
1: No, you can't just like travel back whenever. Gotcha. But they can only travel back to a time when there's phones. Um so, but, so the farthest they've sent it back so far is uh well the farthest they sent it back was that they went to a time not when there was phones, but they sent it to a pager. So they like yeah. did some weird like fucking goofy shit to like make the message appear in a pager or something like that. But mostly other than that, the most they went was like A couple of days or whatever like they really hadn't gone that far back Um, but where I'm at just now they all they discovered that they can do time travel not just through text messages but you can send your memories back to the past Mm. Um, not through the way that they've been using but basically there's like this corporation or whatever that uses a, a, a hydrogen collider Somehow that connects to time travel, but basically you send your memories to the hydrogen collider and that's enough memory or whatever. I don't know. It's very confusing, but basically they can send your memories back to the past by only 48 hours. Cause mm. the, the explanation is that you send it any farther than that. And your past self and your future self are too different and like, it becomes incompatible or something like right. that. Right. Okay. So that's as soon as they introduce that, that's where you can tell that like they fuck with the world lines too much because they go on the, and also, as you know, somebody who's listened to last podcast, uh, their time travel episode, they talk about John Teeter a lot. He talks about Teeter a lot, and like what Teeter said, like when his, in his time travel shit. Um, so that was interesting. nod just to know that it's like I remember that from the time travel episode of last podcast. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm basically at the point where it's like, like twelve or thirteen episodes left. But I can tell what the recurring nightmare for him is going to be, which is that. Um, he's like childhood friend uh, basically when they got fucked with the world lines there's like this organization that figured out that they can transcend consciousness so now they're trying to steal his technology and she died in that world line and so now he's like trying to go back to the past like mm. a full like I think it's a 12 hour it's not the full 48 it's like 12 hours or something like that to like try to save her and um, he's basically caught in the, he's basically caught in the nightmare that he can't save her no matter what no matter what he does she keeps fucking dying
0: um as it, so as it always happens.
1: As it always happens, you always get into some fucked up nightmare where it's times you go back it always ends up that whatever you're trying to fix always happens. Um so that's it's it's a good show. I'm liking it so far. I'm interested to see where it goes the rest of the way. Um I can't, I've, there's something else I was going to say, too. I can't even fucking remember. What show like has a so, the theme song that
0: says Back, Back to the Past? Is that Samurai Jack? oh I lost Zach again. Zach, I lost you. I lost you, Zach. You're back now. Yeah, I know. I don't know if it's my internet or what. I have no idea. My internet's been sucking, too, so it might be me.
1: I don't know. Um, but... But yeah, so what, what? What was your question?
0: What theme song cartoon says back back to the past? Is that Samurai Jack? Or am I making that up?
1: I think that's Samurai Jack. Okay. I feel like that's Samurai Pass or Samurai Pass. Samurai Jack.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Okay, that's what I thought it was.
1: I think so. Like, about, like a rap song. Yeah. Back to pass. Back to the Past is the name of the game? They had a game? Oh yeah, he did on like cartoon. Uh, oh we know that's a board game. Samurai Jack has a board game? That's cool. Fuck, dude. That's fucking dope. I didn't um, know that.
0: I remember when that anime came out, it being like the number one anime on like my anime list for like ever. Science game? Yeah. It still is.
1: It's like top five. Of, like,
0: I, I, top I remember reading like the description of it so many times and being like, that's not number one
1: that's i not can see one. why a lot of people enjoy it i think it's got i mean it's got the thing that like all interesting anime have which is like it's got an interesting concept and it's got characters that you can definitely like and want to enjoy and want to follow along with and you want to see like what happens to them and that's like yeah, but as far as like being the top anime that's like the but two does things does it have
0: to... uh tournament arcs
1: well full metal no. doesn't have a tournament arc either.
0: But Full Metal doesn't need a tournament arc because Full is the best. The I,
1: so actually, I mean, it's the number one anime real, on my. Real end. quick,
0: I'm just to interrupt. But speaking of Full Metal, I've I've been rereading Full Metal like this past week. Oh, Okay. Um, just because I, I was bored, I wanted to read something like I haven't read it in a long time. Yeah, it's still it's still one of the best. Like flat out. Yeah. It's
1: still, it's one of the best things still I've one of ever. The best read. anime I've ever watched. Not, not even not time. even
0: anime. It's one of the best. Yeah. Stories I've ever. read. I haven't
1: read. read it yet. I need to read it.
0: You should. Yeah. yeah, I have the box set somewhere in here. Do you have the giant dozen. box
1: set that they sell in Books A Million all the yes. time? Yes, but wow. I'm actually
0: going to rebuy it because they started publishing these things called, these volumes called the Full Metal Editions, and they're hardcover, yeah. like, beautiful-looking volumes. I'm
1: like, Oh, know, like the Berserk ones? Those Berserk Not as big movie. as
0: those. Smaller volumes, but they're all hardcover, and they have, like, really great art on them. Um, and I'm like, yep, I'm gonna buy those, buy those for sure, because I I yeah. love that manga, I love the art style, the art, the manga, and it's something that I haven't I haven't watched, I've watched Brotherhood only once, but
1: I've seen i only watched it once too, but it's like it's still, but I've, I still see, remember like most of but it, but I've
0: seen 2003 like five times,
1: I think I watched 2003 like twice,
0: so because two, 2003 version is like, that's what I thought, I, that I that was my full metal. Because I did before I read the manga, before I read, watched Brotherhood, yeah. everything. So that that's like my was my version of it. And then when I watched Brotherhood, I was like, man, this is some kid shit because the art's different. It's like a yeah. more like more like the manga. And I'm yeah. watching Brotherhood, being like, no, this is this is much better.
1: Yeah. Like the
0: overall stories, like the changes are better. Like not changes because it's based on the manga, but like
1: the changes. Yeah. that The only made- thing that I don't like in Brotherhood is that they skip that first town arc against the priest or whatever. Which for me, I was like, that was a great introduction to them as characters, and I think it's a great first arc for them. And so it's like, I get why they skipped it because it's like the 2003 one happened like not that long ago, mm-hmm. and people, I mean, even people who have watched Brotherhood, they still remember that first arc. But I, I wish they wouldn't not have well, you know it's, completely that's, like that's the first arc it. of the
0: manga. So if you read yeah. the manga, that's the same thing. so yeah. you get that, and I, I, I like that that first little snippet because i don't even want to call it arc. because it's only like it's only a couple chapters but whatever you want to call it art whatever yeah. introduction introduction i like mm-hmm. it like that a lot too because it, it gives you that great line at the get-go of who ed is yeah he's not religious he's about science and he says that the big line where he counts off what makes a human body
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i remember, remember even when i was a kid watching it being like Oh man, this is some deep shit. Where he's like, yeah. he's like saying everything that makes a human. And it's like, why do you know that? It's like, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I understand. I understand. Now,
1: now it all makes sense.
0: But the difference yeah. is, you know, and obviously in, in 2003, um, his dad's a different character. Not different, yeah. Same character, but different story.
1: He acts completely differently. There's the, there's the
0: gate and you can go beyond the gate. So like, you know...
1: That and well, it's just like the homunculuses are all completely different, too. And then
0: envy is his, their brother.
1: Yeah, envy's like, yeah, envy's like related to, yeah, it's their brother because the, it's yeah. I'm son. And like, and there's, there's no, there's only the three homunculuses in the 2003 because there's envy, there's uh, lust, and then there's gluttony. Well, then the rest pride. of them are like, and pride. There's and greed, pride. There's greed no, and pride. Oh, yeah, there's just Greed. But in, but in 2003,
0: yeah. Greed does not take over the Asian guy.
1: Because there's, there's no, is there's not no the Asian guy, guy. Pride is wrath. Because there's, no, yeah. there's no
0: Asian guy in the... No, in
1: 2003, yeah, he's, they don't he even, was only in Brotherhood.
0: They don't even mention... Which is,
1: also, he's my that. favorite fucking character. I love I love Ling so much. Well,
0: they don't, they don't even mention um, those countries in the
1: 2003. Yeah, and in there, yeah, it's really like you've got... I don't even remember. It's pretty you've much got the just, empire or, or whatever, Ishvala. and then you've got the Tars people. Yeah, like, it's, that's it's it.
0: The Ishvala people, and then it's like their European world, and then yeah. they say fuck Asia. But Ed, you can go through a gate and live in the United States of America, where the fuck he lives, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Airplane. Where the fuck he
1: goes? He hits on the train and he goes some fucking place. Yeah.
0: Well, he get no. Remember, because
1: at the end of the show,
0: he brings yeah. Al's body back and then goes through the gate and lives in our world. Is that 2003? That's 2003. That's how the Fuck Kong, me, that's, I how, don't that's how that's how of that. Shambhala is. Where he lives oh, in Oh, I've he,
1: never watched the Shambhala. So th- that's movie. the movie
0: that's at, at the sequel to the show where right. his bro- Ed is gone because Ed lives in our world. Okay. And and then Envy also gets through the gate and is a dragon. Okay. <laughs> whereas in brotherhood so fucking
1: stupid whereas
0: brotherhood ends with ed giving up his alchemy at the gate right. to bring his brother back
1: which i love that ending a which lot, they man.
0: could have done literally the moment it happened yeah <laughs> which is funny because i remember i i was just watching the ending like i i was I reading it but then i also skipped to the ends to to see it again on, on, on netflix mm-hmm. and the, the little gate guard guy whatever the fuck it is is like yeah, this is the answer. You finally got it right, and I was like, dude, you've been fucking traveling around for fucking two years when literally all you There's had some to shit do you could have
1: done like day one.
0: You could have did that the moment Al's gone. Oh, okay, got it. Give it up. Give up the pathway yeah. of my alchemy or whatever the fuck. But um, then
1: they wouldn't have been able to feed father.
0: Fuck that guy. Who cares? Fuck him. <laughs> Live your life with Winry or something. Finger blasting here or whatever the fuck you're. Gonna I mean, do. he does
1: that anyways. So you yeah, all
0: right. So sorry, but what you're talking about Stein's Gate.
1: No, but I mean that was basically it. I mean I'm enjoying it. I'll probably fi- I'll probably have it finished by next week. Um, so I'll let you know how the ending is. Sure. And then after that, um, I'm probably going to watch the second season too if I enjoyed enough. We'll see. I've also heard that like Stein because the second season's called Zero or whatever. Mm. I've heard that's not as good as the first season. So I don't know. Gotcha. I'm still interested to see a continuation of the story, but we'll see if I actually go and watch the second season or not. I'll right. tell you how much I like the ending of the first season. Okay. Um. So that was that. Um, I didn't play too much, other than the fact that um, I discovered that there are some locals uh, near uh, my area.
0: Of course, sir. So I've
1: been trying to click pick up uh, Dragon Ball Fighters again, and I've been trying to play some Tekken. So I'll let you know because I'm going to try to go on Tuesday. So I'll let you know if I go to the locals. I'll let you know how much I clean up when I go there. Okay. Um, let me know. I'm probably going ma- to uh, get two. I'm probably going to get O two. Let me know how many times you get bodied. <laughs> Dude, you know I'm about to get fucking so bodied, so fucking hard.
0: Let me know if you get bodied. Let me know uh, if who's in, who's godlike in there.
1: I want, I actually, so I was actually, I wasn't going to talk about this, but now that I brought this up, um, I realized that um, Hungry Box, the melee player, is from like Orlando, and so I'm kind of like hoping to like, I don't really play Smash, and I don't have a Switch, but I'm kind of like hoping that like. I mean, I'll get a switch with my tax return, so I'll probably just buy Ultimate then. But I'm kind of hoping to like, go and like, meet him because I was like watching this great – I was watching this great documentary. I don't know if you ever heard of a YouTuber called Emp Lemon. He I did a great – he has – I, I literally just discovered it like fucking yesterday. But he has a great new documentary series he's doing called um, – I think it's called like There Will Never Be or something like that or Never Ever Again or something mm-hmm. like that um but he did a great one about monday night raw that i just watched last night okay um how they'll how they'll never be another wrestling show like monday night raw um from the 90s specifically um and then um but the one that got me into it is that he did um it's almost like an hour and a half long documentary on hungry box and like his struggles like through playing melee and stuff like that and like how he rose up and stuff like that and so like as watching that i realized that like he's from central florida so i kind of want to like Go to a local and like or a local tournament sometime and like see if I can meet him. that would be fucking cool. So,
0: how how, is the guy like young as fuck or is he like your age?
1: No, he's like fucking old. Like I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he's in his like, probably in his early thirties. Okay. Okay.
0: Because if he he was like eighteen, it'd be kind of weird.
1: Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. He's not young at all. He's like he's kind of old.
0: You know, it's funny because, you know, I've I've never been good at Smash, and I mean I play it. when our friends play because our friends like it better
1: more than we do i'm super casual with smash yeah I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not the best smash boy
0: i i pick Ike and just use the c yeah. stick and slam that's all i do i'm terrible at it i'm a
1: luigi boy all day
0: oh see I, and I, I when i had my switch i bought ultimate or whatever the fuck it's called is it called yeah. ultimate or called something else i don't remember
1: yeah ultimate yeah but I,
0: I bought it and i was playing it consistently like every day for like an hour and a half just trying to get better so if i ever yeah. did play with our friends i could like no i can be like I pick up the sticks and then he's like, oh, man, fuck. I didn't know he would keep working, you know. <laughs> so I uh, – am at my work – because I work I work at a school right now, right? Mm-hmm. And I walk through the hallways and there's – my the building – the school that I work at right now, the location that I work at, has college kids and it has high school kids. Okay. Right? It's like high school kids who are taking like um, – it's all oh, right.
1: They're taking like the 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 introductory like college level classes. That,
0: it's that, and it, it's it's also middle school kids who are taking high school kids classes too. So it's a whole Jesus. It's like kids who are like anywhere between like thirteen to like eighteen, right? As well as kids Jesus. who are like eighteen to fifty. So, right. but they have like regular like eight to four whatever the fuck classes for the high school or whatever. So I right. walk through and they have a little like lobby area right by my office. Where they mm-hmm. kind of gather and hang out before they go to class, between classes or whatever. And there's like probably like a group of like six or seven like nerdy kids. Like mm. nerdy black kids, nerdy white kids. There's an Asian guy. Like they're young, like 15, 16, 17 kids. And yeah. every day they are in that fucking lobby, either playing computer games on their computers, mm-hmm. talking about computer games, or playing Smash.
1: Got to, dude. On like on their switch. That's the great thing about the Switch. You got a console heavy yeah. portable that you can fucking play Smash I on. Mean, and they're ZD playing D. they're playing
0: like four deep every day. Like on the table, you got but to dude. in there. And well was, that's
1: like that's the perfect group of like six or seven that's fucking a player Smash, baby. That's well, all you need.
0: They're playing like four people deep, and they're like talking about like frame rates and yeah. like frame like invincibility frames and all that kind of shit. And I walked past them and gotta I gotta have those iFrames. I was like, dude. Let me get back into this shit. So one day the cop walks by and goes, you know, let me, uh, let me, let me, let me, I got, let me next. Give it a spin. I got next, you know, who's next? Me, I got next. I got my quarter. I got my quarter right here. And then my little Mac just destroys. Damn, son.
1: Yeah, dude, I love playing little Mac. He's a great character.
0: Yeah, he's fun until I get off the edge and I can't do anything
1: that's true Once so you, i, I, fall off I the
0: can't edge, do it done, so. i I, yeah. I can't i've seen people on youtube like Shofu, these guys who play smash a lot who like will explain how to get back to the edge after like after recovery off the edge like with little mac and yeah. i'm like nah nah i, not I can't for me. i can't do that i can't yeah. do that that's how i feel about even with like playing like soul caliber where it's like mm-hmm. up too close to the edge hit me off go ahead i don't care i'm not gonna recover go ahead
1: I'm done. I'm done i'm not um, rotating out of this i'm done but, um,
0: Cool. Anything else you've yeah. been
1: checking out? There was one last thing. um got? That I. There was another thing that I started yesterday, and I actually stayed up to read it because I found it so interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I'm a huge fan of Max Landis' scripts that he puts out. I've I um, never heard of him. Yeah. Um, but, um, but he posts scripts from time to time, and I hadn't seen anything from him in a really, really long time. Because I used to watch – because I, I discovered him once he went on the Game Over Reggie show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then since – from there, I started watching all his pitches for like different movies. And I like – I love his pitches. I think he has like really interesting. Because regardless of him as a person, I think he's a really creative person and he has interesting ideas. They don't always execute great in movies, but I think his ideas are interesting. So he recently posted a script that he had written. Uh, and it's the first one one I first time i would seen anything from him in a long time. So I like – and he also posted a video about it too, because a lot of people had questions about it. But um, and I watched that too. But I read his script, and I thought it was just super, super interesting. Um, it was just his take on the superhero genre. It's called The Henchman. If you want to read it, you guys can uh, look up his YouTube channel, Up To My Knees. He has a link in the description of the video where he talks about it, where you can read it. It's really quick. It's like a hundred and four page script or something like that. So it's not that long at all. I assume it would be probably like a ninety minute movie. It's not. It's not anything too drastic. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it a lot. I think it t- has an interesting take on... It reminds me of like... And I mean, he mentioned it in the video, but it, it, it felt very jokery in a way in the fact that it's like... It's like a gritty or take on superhero through the lens of like... It's not like the boy's gritty. Like it's a, a superhero take based around identity and like mental illness and like how that affects people and like the way that the like they see the world and like what your identity means into like how you see the world Mm -hmm. so it was a very interesting story that i read Uh, i stayed up to read it because i enjoyed it so much so
0: i think the big thing about like the boys in particular Mm -hmm. um having not read the boys just watched it but having read other stuff from him Mm-hmm. He he hates superheroes. And he's very yeah. vocal about it. He the boys is not a f- love letter to superheroes. It's a yeah. hey, fuck superheroes are boring as shit. Even yeah. when he writes Punisher, which I've read all his hope, all of his Punisher run, he he likes to Punisher only because it's the least superhero. And his superhero. Punisher run is like it, he's really poking fun at the character in the Punisher. Man mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool cuz it's bloody in action and gory, but it's not, it's not like you know like Fucking, you know, uh, it's not like, hey, I love the Punisher. It's, well, the Punisher is not wearing a cape, so I can write that character decently well, and he can go out there and just kill mm-hmm. people and do stuff like that, which is the most, his Frank Castle is that. Yeah. Max Landis likes superhero, I mean, he, he wrote, you No know, Son of Krypton and all that kind of shit, you know, so he likes superhero stuff. No, he,
1: he likes superheroes a lot, yeah. So his stuff is going to be more geared towards that. Um. Yeah. I think it's, um, I, I, he definitely liked superheroes a lot, for sure. And I mean, I rewatched his regarding Clark video, which is like, he watch listening him talk about like Superman and Clark kind of made me like reevaluate like how I felt about Superman, and like made me like go through. Watching his video was like got what got me into that run of like reading Superman and reading Superman Unchained, and like going through that stint for where for like two years, I basically read like every superhero comic, and then I realized that like. None of these people who are writing Superman were doing what the fuck he actually was talking about. And I was like, oh, this is like – this is exactly what he was talking about. Like it's boring and like not fun because this – this isn't a Superman that I want to see.
0: What, what, what did he say because I haven't seen that video?
1: Uh, in his regarding Clark video, he basically talks about – his big thing is like it's a rebuttal of Man of Steel. And he talks about the fact that like – I mean he, he, he goes to the basics of Superman in general, which is that Superman is not like – he's not like a – A depressed guy who like Mm -hmm. is doing it because his parents were killed, like Batman, and he's not like a. I mean, he calls Spider-Man a narcissist, which I think is a little harsh, but I mean, he he doesn't like taunt. He's just Superman is just a hero because when you're somebody who is god tier level being like Superman is, you either can be a hero or you can be like a dictator and a villain, Mm -hmm. and so he decides. Why not be a hero and why not try to save people? And I think that aspect of Superman is something that I like a lot, and it's not something that like people really touch on that much. I think they, I mean, they talk about the Boy Scout thing a lot and how Superman's a Boy Scout and all and all that kind of shit. But it's like he's not a Boy Scout because he's a Boy Scout. He's a he's a Boy Scout because he knows if he's not careful, he could literally like disintegrate somebody by like fucking putting his finger on them. You see, so, so
0: I I. I... I want to stop you there real quick, because I, I agree with that the idea behind that, for sure. I think my problem with Superman comics, because I've I'm, I'm never been a big soup fan, um, yeah. or of soup, but I think the problem that I have with Man of Steel, and the takes like that about Clark, because my favorite versions of Clark are when he is a Boy Scout. Because, yeah. you know, to me, my favorite stories about Clark, and it's not about... Superman losing in a fight because that's, right. that's not what makes him compelling. It's about his life outside of that. It's about his family, about Lois, about mom, dad, cousin, all that. That's what makes Superman interesting. Or yeah. it's the fact that it's nurture versus nature. Like the idea that why is he a Boy Scout? Because he grew up in Kansas. Yeah. He grew up in Kansas raised by two hardworking American laborers who, on a farm. Yeah. So why wouldn't he be the idealistic, you know, American person that's why he's He's yeah. a good and to me Superman is successful When he's not doubting himself Like yeah. he is supposed to be like Happy and A beat and a hero Batman can doubt himself And be yeah. dark The same time like Tom King's Batman was Batman doubting his abilities That's not what Bat, Batman's confident In his abilities since he was 12
1: yeah but he's
0: also He doubts
1: humanity yeah clark is he doubts what he's doing is actually making a difference
0: no batman bruce wayne it's it was back to the superman's not his identity clark's his identity
1: right he puts the costume
0: on to be what he has to be batman is the batman is batman bruce is the costume right so batman's a pessimistic character about nature and he wants to do what he can to save people because people are evil yeah but clark sees good in everything yeah. So to me, the super- that's the
1: thing that I find the most interesting about Superman for sure is that it's not about him trying to win the fight. It's about him trying to save whoever he's fighting.
0: Like Batman doesn't kill people because he doesn't want to kill them. He yeah. Ki- he doesn't because he has his own. He's a bar for himself. But Superman doesn't kill anybody because he doesn't want to kill anybody. You know. Yeah. Like Br- Bruce definitely wants to kill a Joker, but he won't because his parents were murdered. That's the only reason why, or else he'll be Daredevil. You know what I mean? Or else he'll be Punisher. That's the only reason why he doesn't kill people, because he's he's not going to stoop down to that level, because Jason Todd does. But Clark doesn't kill people because he knows that that's not the humanity thing to do. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, Zach. Yeah, this is for sure me. We are just not having a good time. This is for sure my connection. Are you sure? I think it's my connection, yeah. Keeps do it keeps going haywire, um but no, that, that's, that's what I was saying about about Superman. I, I think that a lot of when you try to write Superman like this, like I mean, he's he's people say he's one dimensional, but he's really not. He he's a, a three dimensional character, but he's not a bad yeah. guy. He's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the bright, loving, fun character. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that's when he's successful. If he's not that, then like Man of Steel, like. Man of Steel sits there and watches his dad die in a tornado. mm mm-hmm. um, Why? To give him fuel to his fire? No, he's going to save him.
1: Yeah. Batman. He should have saved him 100%.
0: Batman it's like watch.
1: He brought up the interesting shit in Man of Steel where it's like people always talk about how he killed Zod at the end of Man of Steel. And Max brings up the point where it's like he should have killed him like from the fucking beginning. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, they, like, go through the whole city and, like, they basically destroy the entire fucking city Yeah, is not something that, like, Superman should have done. Right. Like, as soon as Z- he saw that Zod was a threat and that Zod was not going to go on- down easily, he should have snapped his fucking neck. Mm-hmm.
0: And because and he knows that it would be, again, the version of Superman that I, I enjoy would be yeah. what would prevent the most ha- lo- cost, like, loss of life. Yeah. And he might have to. You could have. You could have. You would have issues of like in actual storylines of him having to rationalize that level of of force. Right. Whereas you know that would be that's what makes him interesting. It's like he's a good person, good natured, raised by good people,
1: mm-hmm. to
0: not steal, not do. He's raised in the in nineteen fifty America with high top yeah. converse or whatever. That's why he's interesting, right? Yeah. So if he kills somebody or a bad guy or or even if it's something as simple as unplugging, you know, Brainiac or something which which, which would kill him or whatever that right it would yeah. be him having to justify that use of fighting and death whatever whereas on with Bruce it would be like him not killing them and having to rectify his ability to not kill someone and have to watch his enemies consistently get out of arkham over and over and over and over, and over again and kill more and more, and more, more people, people. Yeah yeah that's what makes them interesting because but no yeah i think the boy scout thing is just like um it's a lot of writers who don't write it right not saying that i could write it right but i'm saying like i think that's exactly why
1: you know yeah and i mean i'm not like yeah and i'm not criticizing saying that like i could do any fucking better because i don't i don't have the first clue to how to write a fucking comic but as far as like when i was super into reading superman and i was reading especially with like new 52 and like early rebirth and i was just like reading i was reading superman i was reading fucking in action comics i was reading superman unchained i was reading superman and uh or superboy and the well the the fucking damien one where it was like oh, Superboy
0: something uh, brothers
1: right yeah something something like that and then you've got the fucking uh oh my god what is even the what was the comic that came out with like it was like early New 52, but it was like the world's finest. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's finest run that they did for New 52. And it's just like none of them scratched that itch of like what I found interesting about like Superman in general. So, yeah.
0: Well, that's the same problem that I have with, with him now is that with Brian Michael Bendis being the main Superman writer, at least he was. I mm-hmm. don't know now because I don't read it. I, I, was, yeah. I read the first couple of issues of Brian Michael Bendis' Batman or Superman stuff didn't like it so I stopped reading it and I'm not the kind of guy who reads a character, an American character just right. because it's the American character. I dropped yeah. Batman in a heart uh, so fucking fast after I hated Tom King's writing. You yeah. You know, I'll pick it back up now cuz it's not him and it's Tinian James Tinian. I'll pick it up yeah. now cuz it's different. Um but I don't I don't always pick up action and detective cuz it's action and detective. I yeah. will stop reading Flash. I, my Flash is my favorite DC character besides Zatanna. Mm-hmm. I will stop reading Flash in a, a second if I don't like the Flash writing. I don't care because yeah. they're they're because arcs are forgettable and arcs don't necessarily matter, especially with what's yeah. going on with DC now. Yeah. Um. Like example, you no, know, they they rebooted X Men, and I was reading. I read. I picked up the first issues of every single book, and there's mm-hmm. like fucking six. But now I only read the main book and I read X Force. That's it. What's the main book? X Men.
1: Oh, it's just X Men. Okay. Yeah, I dropped. Didn't know if there was still like the blue or gold or whatever. No, they yeah they they they
0: they they, they take those teams and they split them up between. There was literally okay X Men, X Force, Marauders, uh, Fallen Angel. There's um, oh God, what is it? uh the fucking excalibur there's like six books which is what happened yes. when i was reading when i first started reading american comics in like 2010 yeah. that was the same problem like rick remember you know. was on x-force which, which was great but there's uncanny x-men then there's other x-men the wolverine and x-men there's too many fucking books and i was like dude this is not the solution yeah. to the american comic book crisis problem it's not the solution yeah. it might be a solution for a month when everyone buys number ones, but it ain't going to be the solution when everyone cancels the book at number five because no one's reading it because no one fucking cares about Silock yeah. and fucking Ho- Young Cable, whoever the yeah. fuck's in that book. Um, But speaking of DC, since we're already in the in it, I texted you okay. earlier this week. We'll, we'll yes. skip what I've done because I don't really care. Here's what I've done. I caught up okay. on Space Brothers. I'm rewatching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I rewatched the nice. 13. I watched for the first time. Now you see me one, and now you see me two. Thought they fucking sucked. Uh, I haven't seen either. They're shitty versions of Oceans. That's all it is. Um, yeah. And then I've watched the first episodes of HBO's new docu series called McMillions about the McDonald's Ooh. Monopoly crime thing.
2: Yeah.
0: First episode, fucking awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm dialed in. Give me the next five. That's right. what I did. Okay. Um. DC has a new thing coming out. And yes. They've been t- 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 tipping at it, whatever the fuck,
1: hinting at it. They've been October teasing months. it, kind of. Since like been October. Teasing it since, since Doomsday
0: Clock? Since like October. I mean, okay. you, can, you can say they've been planting seeds since Doomsday Clock, since they brought yeah. back the you know, Watchmen, whatever the fuck it's called. It's really just
1: Dr. Manhattan.
0: Pre watch. Really. So, um,. And they keep as it's this DC five G thing and I haven't seen yeah. anything official from DC's website. I've only seen it from like Bleeding Cool, which you take it as you will from Bleeding Cool. But yeah. they but it's been kind of like no IG entering about it now. So people have been coming to um write about this new initiative, if you want to call it yes. that. And five G apparently stands for fifth generation, I yes. believe. Um, which is pretty much another reboot slash retcon.
1: This is like of the, the third DC reboot timeline. in like 10 fucking years.
0: Of the DC timeline, yeah. which between New 52 and Flashpoint, yes. Heroes in Crisis whatever the fuck most recently,
1: and you had... Well, Rebirth, it was New Rebirth, 52, and then New 52 went into Rebirth, and now Rebirth is turning into 5G.
0: Which was, so you have the old timeline of Earth-1... Yes. Flashpoint changes Earth One. Yes. And then Rebirth brings back some of those changes to Earth One. Yeah. Right. And now 5G is going to be something different. And something different. So the way means,
1: that I heard it was that I was listening to Variant Comics. Yes, did you like did. A about yes, you it. did yes. Yes, yes, you
0: did listen to Variant Comics. Yes, you did because those guys are great.
1: Yeah, I love I love him. I like. Those I don't watch all of his videos, but whenever he has a topic that interests me, well, I watch his no, videos. And I their,
0: like a their their podcast is great.
1: But yeah, I was listening to their podcast. Basically, just I I was trying to get a feel because especially them, they're both. I don't I don't know the other guy, but um, they're, they're dialed in. Moises is like very much into, you know, dialed into the comic book world, and so I was trying to see what his thoughts were. And so it's like, and he was also explaining like how this could be set up, and the explanation kind of makes sense, and it also doesn't make sense. I don't know because the. I guess in the end of Doomsday Clock, which I guess means I need to read Doomsday Clock even though I don't fucking want to because um, I read the first two issues of that and I was like, I don't get what the fuck this is. It makes no fucking sense. Um, but basically, Doctor Manhattan brings up the explanation that actually each world or each each generation is its own universe. And so you have Silver Age is its own universe that's like the the first generation or whatever or no golden age is the first generation or whatever and that's like where you've got fucking wally west with the helmet and all that shit that's fucking and then you've got silver age that was like the fucking like 70s to like the early 90s or whatever or basically up till like the new 52 or whatever and so that's like the golden age or whatever so that's its own like little universe and like once i'm assuming once like final crisis happens basically the way they explain it, like, each generation its own thing, and then once they have that crisis-level event that basically caps off that universe, and it moves its into its way to, like, basically birth a new universe, and then that universe has a crisis-level event, and that caps off that universe, and then you move on to the next one, which is basically a fucking convoluted explanation for why they're just going to keep rebooting DC, like, ad infinitum for however much they want to till the end of time, which I... Which we'll get into more, but I think it's a really fucking dumb solution for them to have. To me, and we've mentioned this
0: years ago on this podcast, in some shape or form, to me,
1: retcons... Oh, this is fucking dumb. Oh, this is so fucking dumb.
0: To me, retcons in any form of major, Marvel retcons and DC retcons, I, I... It's not even Barry? I can't... Advocate
1: Wally? for That's them so
0: because you now I enjoy to an extent. Like sometimes you need them. Like I think re, uh, New Fifty Two was a great way to effectively get new people in.
1: Absolutely, yeah. it was an effective I mean, way. New Fifty Two got me into reading comics because I had not. I mean, before Fifty New Fifty Two. I'd seen comics before, and I'd read, like, occasional, like, singles that I'd, like, seen at, like, a library or some shit like that. And I'd read trades of, like, specific events. Like, I mean, the first thing I ever read was Marvel Civil War, which, Mm -hmm. as for reading your first comic, is a terrible fucking choice because there's a bunch of shit going on that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, no idea what the fuck's going on. But up until that point, up until New 52, I'd never actually, like, gone to a comic book shop and, like, started reading singles. And New 52 did that for me because it was a clean slate. And I know a lot of old comic fans didn't like it, but for new people like me, it was a great starting end point oh, because yeah. they gave the they gave the promise that you don't have to know old shit to start reading these comics. Well, so which for me was what got me into it because it's like right. for me I'm one of those guys that like if I have to know everything, I have to start from the beginning and when it comes to comics, if you want to start from the beginning, you have to start from, like, fucking 1920. So Well, the,
0: the big thing, if you look at sales of comic books versus manga, manga is destroying comic books, American comics, because for this exact yeah. same reason. Because if I say, Zach, Zach, tell me this, dude. I really want to read One Piece. Where okay. do I start? Volume 1. Zach, I really want to read Batman. Where do I start?
1: Fuck me dude what, what batman you, do you want you, to read you,
0: you, you exactly what kind of Batman do you want to read? Yeah. What kind of story do you want? to Do you want to read a spin-off? Do you want to read Alan Moore Batman? Do you want to read fucking Grant Morrison
1: Batman? Do you want to read Jeff Batman? Do you Jeff want to read a John's Batman that has Batman? nothing to do with anything that's fucking going on? Read The Killing Joke.
0: Exactly. Do you want to read a Batman that's not part of the universe but kind of part of the universe? Do you want to read Batman in a mech suit? Like, yeah. that's the problem with American comic books. So I understand the idea behind a retcon and a reboot. I understand it because yeah. it's an effective... To get people in because people are fucking deterred by that. Cause if I yeah. go I wanna read Flash. Which Flash do you want to read? Yeah. Uh Jay. No, Wally. No, Barry. Which one's the best one? Well, I like I grew up with Wally, but I think Barry's the better one. Oh fucking yeah. shit. Okay. Are they different? Well they're very different. One's married to an Asian girl, one's not. Okay. They're very shit. different characters. Okay, well hold on, but I heard I thought Iris was Asian. Well, no, she's not. She's she's black in the show. Yeah. That's not that's not the same person. That's You're thinking of Wally's wife, who's Asian. What the fuck is yeah. going on? Well, who's different? Yeah. Who's the, who's di- What the fuck? That's American comic books. So I understand... You want to read
1: Green Lantern? Which one? There's Which
0: one? Fucking 20 of them. Do you want to read the guy who's an artist? The guy who's the military yeah. guy? The other military
1: guy. You want to read <laughs> the twins? Do you want to read the Muslim guy? Or do you want to read the girl that has it, it, a weird eye tattoo?
0: Exactly. So that's the, the problem of American comic books. And I understand it. Yeah. So I get New 52. I do not yeah. get five times. I do not well, get the, the fifth that, generation. Well, the thing that, especially
1: with Variant, which what well, I hadn't been reading Rebirth, but a lot of people liked Rebirth and they liked Rebirth stories. And Rebirth just fucking happened. Like, Doom, like the whole point of Rebirth was that basically it set up Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock started, like, a fucking year ago. Oh. Yeah. Like...
0: And it's been delayed a lot. And people just
1: like those stories. And it's like... I mean, I hadn't been reading them, but like I'd fallen out of comics way before Rebirth started. I'm sure if I was reading with comics when Rebirth was going on, I'd probably have a a bunch of stories that I'd enjoyed and whatnot. And so it's just really – it just seems really stupid. I don't know. It seems very short-sighted. It's,
0: it's a way to get number ones back on the racks yeah. so you can get number one dollars. And I get that as a business. But yeah. at the same time – that's not gonna save you because in nineteen nineties X-Men was selling a million copies with Jim yeah. Lee and Chris Claremont or whatever the fuck. Hmm. Batman, which is the number one selling book, sells a hundred thousand copies now. And that's yeah. shipped twice a month. Yeah. So that's not gonna save you.
2: Yeah.
0: What's gonna save you is better stories and maybe yeah. easier ways to but if you keep rebooting it's easy for that batch of people to get into that batch, but if you keep doing a rebirth where you keep reintroducing old material, yeah, it gets confusing again. Because after yeah. New Fifty Two, and I saw Barb walking around, I went, "Hold on, so Killing Joke didn't happen?"
1: Yeah,
0: and everyone's like, "No, it happened, but she could she just didn't get paralyzed.
1: She just and, can walk again." And I'm somehow. like,
0: "What?" And then so she get she healed though. So the Joker still shot her, but yeah. she just healed up. And I'm like, okay. Ho- okay also, well, that was okay. just...
1: I mean, the fact that the, the Killing Joke even makes sense is like the weirdest thing ever because it's a story that takes outside of the DC continuity, but that's like the one consequence that somehow made its way into mainstream is that Barbara Gordon got fucking shot. I,
0: and, and, you know, and... I, I'm not going to act like I know every intricacy of the DC universe and timelines. because I don't because I'm not that yeah. dialed in because the majority of my yeah. books that I pull now are indie books. I mean... Yeah. The majority of my books that I pull that have universes that are that big are – it's like TMNT. That's like the, yeah. the biggest thing that I pull because they just passed 100 issues a couple months ago. But – um, I do need term, to catch up with in that. In terms of the DC stuff, I mean we even mentioned that the 5G thing, their, their their initiative is to create new buzz in diversity, which they haven't said this officially but it's clear – yeah. By changing well, it's all, big characters. They're getting rid of
1: the old heroes, and they're bringing in a bunch of new ones.
0: They're making Batman someone different. They're making well, Superman the, someone different.
1: The Superman, they're having Superboy, his son, take over as Superman. So it's not going to be, I, I don't know. It's not going to be that much different, but it's still going to be a little different. Because it's, it's Jonathan Kent, so it's like, I don't know. And then Batman is going to be Luke Fox who has been batwing since the new 52 I and never read but I never single read story of i know that they've been doing stuff with him i think scott snyder had been pushing him pretty heavily in like his run of batman not not in detective comics but in the actual batman comic but and who's flash again flash is gonna be it's not wally is it 'cause I, think, I guess I don't think it's Barry. Cuz now Wally's the new fucking Doctor Manhattan or whatever, which is like as soon as you sent me that article, I didn't read it until I was finished, but that's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever well, seen. Well, cuz if you
0: remember, if you don't know that Wally was gone and then yeah. Wa- and then Wally killed a bunch of people in Heroes in Crisis. And then now, and then he came
1: back for Titans. And
0: then, and then now he's back, which was a great this.
1: run. I like that. I don't know if you ever read that, but the mm. I don't know if it was Rebirth, but uh, I think it started in New Fifty Two. But the the Titans run that they did, which is basically Teen Titans, but it's all the older versions. So it's fucking right. Dick Grayson's Nightwing, Wally West is there. You got fucking uh, Starfire. Yeah, a character that I'd never seen. No, it's not Donna not even Uh I think Donna Troy was there. Uh, you had Speedy, mm-hmm. uh, after he'd been uh, a fucking drug addict. So he's not Arsenal. He's he's back to. Oh no, he's Arsenal. I think. Yeah, he's Arsenal. And then not you Red, had not Aqual- Red, not Red Li- Arrow. <laughs> no, not Red Arrow. He's Arsenal. You had Aqua Lad. That's not Aqua He's named something else. And then you had a Green Lantern. That was not Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. They're not green- She specifically fills the role of Green Lantern, but she's not Green Lantern. Her name's like Oracle or some shit, but she's basically a psychic character. But I enjoyed that run quite a bit. Um, See, so
0: you have... So look, you have them replacing the biggest heroes DC has. Yeah. And then you're going to expect people to just buy them?
1: But that was the other thing that like fucked me up, is that they said that they... Apparently they had the thing where they're like, if you still want to read Bruce and uh, mm-hmm. Diana and uh, Barry, you can go read these... What are they? Black Label or whatever? Whatever. Which I guess are like even like double the price. Yeah.
0: I have Black Label books. I buy them. Yeah. The ones I care about. I will say this they are great quality books. Mm. But some are six and some are eight and I think some are ten. Jesus. The only ones I buy, I don't buy the Harley books. I don't buy the Joker books. The only thing I have is the Vic Sage question stuff from Jeff Mm. Lemire. Only thing I've been buying. But they're great quality. Mm-hmm. I don't need... That should not be my only way to get Bruce Wayne.
1: Yeah. Bruce That's Wayne fun. should
0: be always the main. Always yeah. the main.
1: If you I don't think know. that anyone's well, I mean, going like, to do that, they stupid. They did the Dick Grayson shit for like fucking ever. That was like... What was that? Like five or six years or whatever The Dick Grayson was fucking Batman? No, not not that long at all. It wasn't? No, I thought, it wasn't like, like even close, was close to long. that long.
0: No, it was not oh. at
1: all. Batman was dead for like
0: maybe a year. Oh, my bad. I and mean, he wasn't even dead, he was just trapped in time.
1: Right. Uh, you know. He was dead.
0: Right, and then and then they were both Batman for a little bit. I mean like it but but you can but I can accept Dick Grayson as yeah. not because oh no, because Dick's white. No, 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 no. Because he fucking was raised by Bruce. Yeah. He was raised by... That's why I had no problem with Clark not being there and being his son. Because his dad is fucking Superman. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That's why I'm okay with Wally being Flash. Because why wouldn't he be Flash?
1: Yeah.
0: But who the fuck is Luke Fox?
1: Yeah.
0: Who the fuck is that? There's no connection to him and Bruce. Besides, hey, I I started up a Batman Incorporated building in in Africa or something. So you're going to be Batman now. How about Tim? It's Tim's fucking turn.
1: It should always be Tim's
0: turn. Tim, I'm sure there's an issue. I forget what issue it was because I don't know. There's a panel where literally Bruce says Tim is the world's greatest detective.
2: Yeah.
0: He will surpass, he surpassed me. Tim is the character who has fucking backup plans on how to beat everybody mm-hmm. in a database. On how to beat all the heroes. Yeah. Everybody. Because he's a, he's that kind of fucking guy. In case someone pops up, I have to figure out how to beat him. So the idea that anyone, imagine if you go and you fucking watch it, literally any fucking T, uh, CW show, mm. and you go to the comic book shop, which is on its last legs because they're all dying, yeah and you go, hey, excuse me, shopkeep, I want to read Batman. He hands yeah. you an issue of Batman, you open it up, and it's not fucking Bruce.
1: yeah
0: You're going to go, no, I said Batman. That's Batman. No one's gonna buy that. Yeah. No one's gonna buy know your audience. I'm sorry. Well, I don't understand audience.
1: why they didn't see that the fucking shellacking that Marvel took. Because this is the same fucking strategy that fucking Marvel tried to take with all their comics. Fucking female Thor and fucking black teenage Iron Man mm-hmm. and all this other dumb shit. And now they're and now they've got fucking got fucking shellacked in sales like nobody was fucking buying any of those fucking books
0: and they're back now
1: and now all the originals are back back and it's exactly what's gonna be with this fucking 5g shit in like Mm -hmm. two years you're gonna have fucking something's gonna fucking happen and the world's gonna fucking shatter or whatever and now you're gonna have fucking Bruce and Diana and fucking uh, Clark right back where Mm they originally were like 5g never fucking happened
0: I I'm, I'm not even going to sit there and act like those stories can't be good. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm sure they're I'm sure they'll be mediocre at best because they they pick bad writers for everything.
2: Yeah.
0: But I'm saying that that's a dumb idea. the thing that's going to save your company from drowning. It's just stupid. Yeah. Cuz no one wants to read that. I mean, yeah. everybody wants diversity in comic books, sure. I get that. I mean, I don't care. But people want that. Fine. Make Batwing good. Yeah. If Batwing isn't selling, which it's not, yeah. If it's even around anymore, if Batwing didn't sell, why would the fuck it sell as Batman? Yeah, it just it just what it is, Miss Marvel. It doesn't
1: make any sense. Yeah, if you're look, canceling a comic book because nobody's reading it, then why the fuck would nobody, you make that reads Batman? Ms., nobody reads Miss
0: Nobody reads Miss Marvel? Yeah, but they put her in the Avengers game. Yeah, what are you talking about? Nobody reads fucking Squirrel Girl. People think she's so popular. No one reads that book. No yeah. one spends their money on those books. Look at the Comic-Con sales. I, I can pull it up right now. Yeah. No one buys those books. No yeah. one buys them. No one buys comics. So the people that buy comics, why piss them off anymore? Yeah. Because it, it's not even about like the guy from varying Comics. That guy's, that guy's a Mexican guy. Yeah. It's just people who read comics like the history of those characters. If yeah. he fucking like, I hate Cho as Hulk, hate him.
1: I never even read anything with him as Hulk. He's not
0: a bad character. I just like fucking Banner. Yeah, that's just, that's the character. That's what it is. I mean, Bruce
1: is such a good character. Anyways, so well,
0: that's just that's what the character is. I don't know. I don't know why we have to sit there and go and tarnish the history of a character. Again, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Well, the thing
1: that makes doesn't make any sense to me is like, I don't understand why they don't get the slogan "If it ain't broke, don't fix it." Because none of these characters – all these characters work. Especially just – it makes me mad when you listen to the variant guys talk and you hear them say that like people liked what was coming out of DC finally. Because a lot of old comic book fans did not like the new 52 and they really liked Rebirth. And so the fact that they finally got something that they like and now it's going to fucking change again to some shit that they're not going to fucking like makes no fucking sense.
0: Well, you know, you can, I can have all my suspicions of what it is, but Brad Michael Bendis being anywhere doesn't help. He, yeah. he he pushes. Okay, I will say this. Mm. I think Brian Michael Bendis, for the most part, is a whatever writer. He's written some amazing shit. Mm. I love Powers. He write he's a, he writes some really good shit, but also he writes some really whatever stuff, in my opinion. He did the literal best what do you want to call it he did the best example of taking away a hero and replacing them he did the best example of it Mm. he gave you years of ultimate spider-man and Mm. he gave you peter parker's last moments as a fucking hero And then he gives you Miles. And then builds Miles up so well to where that character is great.
2: Yeah. So if
0: you read that, all all of the Ultimate Spider-Man run from the first issue all the way up to the last issue of Ultimate Spider-Man with with Miles, it's fucking great. It's a great run Mm -hmm. because he builds Miles up so well. And you struggle with Miles like you struggle with Peter. You learn all over again of a kid trying to learn how to do this. And he's under the shadow of of a character he couldn't save. With the responsibility of being Spider-Man in a city where Spider-Man just got killed in his own front yard by the fucking Green Goblin in front of his whole family. Yeah. So he did that extremely well. That works extremely well. But just saying, Bruce Wayne's gone, now this guy's Batman, does not work. It doesn't work. But people love Miles. There are, of course, the dumb people who are like, ugh, Black Spider-Man, Mexican, whatever he is, Puerto Rican, Dominican Spider-Man, ugh. But mo- yeah. for the most part, people love Miles because we get to sit there and grow with him as he struggled to become what Peter fucking was. the End
1: of the Spider-Verse, dude. Great fucking movie.
0: Right, you know, you get to sit there and and endure with him and you get to hope that he succeeds because they yeah. built him from the ground up, not just, he came in good Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. He
0: came in struggling, didn't yeah. have a costume, like, was wearing stupid shoes. His uncle was a bad guy. All this shit. Yeah. But if we get Luke Fox as Batman, he comes in fucking killing it in Gotham. No. Because he's not yeah. Bruce. Because Bruce spent his whole life training to be the best detective. Yeah. No one can compete with that. I mean, Raza al Ghul goes, shit. I mean, that's my fucking... That guy's my My arch nemesis, baby. Arch nemesis. Yeah, I mean... So the idea that anyone can build a character like that—it takes years. Mm-hmm. It really takes years, and just trying to do do it rebooted. It. Yep. It's rough, man. And to act like any of us as comic book purchasers, I'm gonna walk into my comp my LCS. I'm gonna say drop Detective, drop right. Batman, which makes them lose money. Yeah. Which means they close next year. Yeah. Which means that's one less place to buy comics. Yeah. It means that's what well, has less sales in the Comic Con numbers every every month every year, for these books because because it's changes like that, that just clearly don't re- reflect what the audience wants. You have to get what the audience wants. Don't set an agenda. Don't yeah. act like you know this is best for comics because you don't clearly you don't know what's best for comics. Because yeah. since 1990 to now, there's been like an 80% drop-off in, per- in numbers that are sold every month. I mean, yeah. like, clearly, you don't know what's best for comics. But how come I- Image is still succeeding? Yeah. How is The Walking Dead every month getting numbers every month until it ended? I mean, how is it Did that finally so- end? Yeah, it ended like six months ago or something like that. Thank God. Rick died.
1: Well... <laughs> Kind of saw that coming he with the show. He got shot,
0: like, in a house. I don't know. I didn't read it. I just read the ending. That's all I did.
1: He... The, I don't think he's good at ending stories.
0: Um... I liked Invincible's ending. The what? Yeah, I, I liked Invincible's ending. I thought, know, so whatever.
1: Did Invincible end? I thought Invincible yeah, well, was still
0: going. Invincible ended before The last time Walking I was Dead. still
1: reading comics, that was still coming out with issues. Mm, it's over. When did it finish? Like, before, this year?
0: Before Walking Dead. No, a couple years back. Huh now Robert... I swear to
1: God, because when I was on my old job, I was still seeing that new issues of Invincible mm-hmm. were coming out.
0: It's done, because Ryan Ot- Ryan Otley's on Spider Man. Interesting. He's working on ASM right now.
1: I'll have to go uh, back and actually watch, or not watch, fucking read Invincible. Then now that it's done, I, I'm telling you, I read you, the first omnibus and I loved it, and then I could never find the second omnibus.
0: Right. I'm telling you, man, th- this is this is the the same thing I, ha- I had problems with Marvel's marvel now yeah like new friends. that was a terrible
1: fucking initiative what are you
0: talking about man like yeah. people like tony stark yeah like ex- per, i'll give you a, another example no oh. i was at the comic book shop last week buying comics right mm-hmm. i was talking to my to the, my, my comic shop owner great guy yeah. talking to him and I was like, man, he's, like, pointing out this new Marvel book about uh, Marvel's version of Arkham. I don't know what it's called. I don't read anything about Marvel's Arkham. I don't fucking know what it's called. I bought the they issue. They have an said, Arkham? They have an Arkham, yeah. I don't know. Jesus. It's, about like, it's he's like, yeah, it's a new, new thing they're doing about their Arkham kind of thing. It has a bunch of, like, the old monster monsters in it. And there's, like, vampire in it. There's a... Werewolf in it, all this kind of shit. Oh, you man. got Morbius? Get some Morbius going So on? I go, oh, oh man, this is this all ties into Morbius, right? It has to. He's like, No, yeah. yeah, with Morbius, you know, like coming out. I go, so hold on, let me ask you this question, man. He was what's that? I go, I go, so we're getting this, this book's coming out, all the Arkham monsters and whatever. So how far away are we from a new blade comic book? He yeah. goes, has to be soon. If Marvel came out tomorrow and was like New Blade comic book, guess what? Blade's Chinese. I'm not gonna read it. Because Blade's black. Blade is black. Blade's a black guy. That's why it's that's just a character.
1: That's yeah. just what
0: it is. I like history of a character. You know. Blade can be Asian. I'm not saying you can't be a Filipino guy like me. But Blade's a black guy. Like why why we gotta change that? Why why are we only changing the white characters? Oh, there's not enough other characters. To make them Asian.
1: Like... Make new characters. Make new ones make... That make new, th- it goes back to the same argument, which is... Make new fucking characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And make them good. Don't yeah. make them half-assed. That's why no one liked Ocean's 8.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they're just half-assed versions of the, fucking Sandra Bullock's brother.
1: And there's not as many of them.
0: And there's not as many I came them. for Ocean is 11, not Ocean's 8, you fuckers. Also, the cast was not as good. Like, the Ocean's yeah. cast is stacked, and the Ocean's 8 cast was not stacked. You know... There's a reason Who's why even people in that. I don't Sandra, even remember Sandra Bullock.
1: Aquafina. I remember Sandra Bullock, and that's it.
0: Uh, was Kristen Wiig in that?
1: Yeah, she was. So yeah,
0: but Ghostbusters wasn't like Rihanna in that fucking movie. I think so. Terrible, terrible cast. But it's the same thing as why no one liked Ghostbusters because it's the same fucking thing. You're just trying to fucking paste a new fucking thing on it and be like, yeah, this is this is the same thing, right? It's like fucking yeah. no, it's not.
1: No. It's not know, how this dude. works.
0: I don't fucking know, man. I
1: don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm you know, with you 100 percent on that.
0: When it happens, I'll make sure that I I bring it up in my because I'm I go to the comic book shop every. Week, when it so.
1: happens, I will I will try to start reading and I will try to see if I.
0: When it happens, we're gonna review like. the first issue of all those books. Okay. And I'm not gonna buy them.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna buying gonna all. Steal them all online. I'll, if the one interests me, I'll buy it, but I'm not going to just buy it just to buy it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Do we, okay, we have an hour and a half already. Fuck, dude. Do you want to, what do you want to do, man? Because we got a lot, we got a lot going on already. We got a
1: lot going on. Do you want to
0: cap it off at
1: an hour and a half? uh, I mean, we hit on a lot of the big news. I mean, there's just... Um... (laughs) I don't know. I think I think if we call it an
0: hour and a half, we're, we're fine. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of news here we could talk about, but it's like none of it's not necessarily like I'm Sam Raimi, whatever. You know, I'm not getting it. You know. I mean,
1: the biggest thing for me is that fucking Marvel baby, Marvel 2's back in Evo, son. Uh, my, for Even me, it like was like
0: an eight person tournament. For me, it was Fast and Furious. Han's alive.
1: That was fucking insane. Also, yeah. really fucking stupid. He's dead. Why yeah. do we keep bringing that... De- why do we keep bringing back dead people?
0: Because Fast and Furious is now a soap opera, and that's you have true. to make sure that's all happening. It is um, a soap
1: opera action franchise.
0: The Jesus Rolls trailer was whatever.
1: It's fine, but it's also not the Coen brothers, so it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. The um, um, Vast of Night trailer from Amazon was pretty cool. I didn't watch that. The Saw the... trailer was not good, even though it's I Chris Roll. I didn't Rolf. see it, actually. When you get uh, a chance,
0: you should watch that Vast Night trailer. I think you'll really like it.
1: I, I was going to watch that next. Um, yeah. Let's see. The only other thing that I saw that was kind of interesting um, was – Oh, that new Final Fantasy trailer was fucking dope. Dope yeah. as shit. Yeah, yeah. I fucking loved it. It was a great fucking trailer. Uh, can't wait for that movie uh, or fucking game. It's basically a movie. And then the last thing for me that I really want to touch on – which, I don't know if you ever even cared about this series. I couldn't remember if you said that you hated it or not. But I I read that new Death Note one shot that I they just... I hate Death finished. Note. Okay. I, I couldn't remember Death if you Note. actually hated it or not. Two anime, it was interesting. Two anime I hate,
0: the, I hate more than anything. <laughs> and Not even because they're bad, because I've never read them. I hate them because of their fans. Oh, fair
1: okay? enough. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Death so Note fans are the fucking worst. If, the,
0: if I hate the fans, I'm never going to read the product. It's just what it is. Yeah. I, I, that's the kind of person I am. I mean, that's sorry. what got me
1: out of... Doctor Who, because those fans are fucking terrible.
0: I cannot stand Death Note and it's probably really great, So I love Bakuman. Same, it's great. Same, same I love people.
1: it. I love it a lot. Yeah, I still trust and it. In this in this one shot was a great continuation of not the story, but of the themes of Death Note and like what Death Note like represents as far as like fate and like character choices and like it was great. I really, really enjoyed it a lot.
0: Um no, so I hate Death Note. What was Note. the other one
1: that you fucking hate though? Code Gay Ass. I love Code Geass. I'm a Code Geass boy. I hate, I'm a Geass boy. I hate it. hate it. Oh my god, dude! I love Geass. Nightmare Frames. Nightmare Frames are so fucking dope. What the fuck is that? <laughs> they're cheaper versions. They're cheaper looking versions of Gundams that roll around oh, on roller skates. That sounds they, stupid. They're dope.
0: That they run around dumb. on roller
1: skates, dude. They look so fucking cool. I, I would rather be Hold in a, I'll show you this I would,
0: I would rather be in a Zoid.
1: Hold on. I'll show you this nightmare frame. You tell me you don't want to be riding around this fucking shit. Okay. All day. Hold on. Let me find I ra- this thing. I would
0: rather be in a fucking Eureka 7. Let me 7. find
1: Lancelot. It's called fucking Lancelot, dude. They're like fucking Knights of the Round Table. But the art looks so stupid. <sighs> hold on. They're, they're
0: like little skinny beans. I tell you what.
1: They're skinny beans, but they got the thick-ass legs, son. Okay, hold on.
0: They're on Rollerblade. It's, it's not as good as Eureka
1: 7. The Eureka 7 has skateboards. They are on. They got the fucking backblades, dude. They got the heel blade. They're on Heelys, son. All
0: right, show me this thing.
1: Show me this mech. All
0: right. What was that? A Digimon? What the fuck is that?
1: That's <laughs> not Digimon. That's fucking Lancelot, dude. <laughs> that looks like a fucking got Digimon. That's a job-ass shit. You
0: got some old frames, it's too. Like, it's like, It looks like a fucking Digimon, dude. It's like a fucking Omnimon with a fucking backpack on.
1: How dare you. Or it's like magic like
0: like Magnumon.
1: This is a fig, but he does the same pose in the anime, so and I love this pose. He does the hero pose. Hold on. Tell me that that shit's not fucking dope looking. So let me get this straight. That's the fucking rollout shit. That's the fucking Autobots rollout and he does on his rollerblades.
0: Let me get this straight. This anime not only does it have rollerblading robots. Yes. But the main character can tell you what to do.
1: Uh, only if he's directly looking at you, and he can only tell you once. He <laughs> can never tell somebody what to do a second time. So Zach, we've been friends a long time. It's true. We and have. I don't think
0: I don't know if I ever mentioned this before, but I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate this now. Mm. I, I think you can kind of see a pattern in my opinions on this kind of stuff. I can. When no, when it comes to um, mech stuff. Yeah. I like military mech stuff. Like Gundam. Yeah. There are some weird things in Gundam every now and then. Like Gundam Seed's it, like, okay, okay. There's a little, like, obviously in the main Gundam universe, they're all, like, new types, which is, like, a higher breed of human being group, group in space. I, I can dig yeah. that. When the mech stuff has, like, other stuff like this with the powers to talk to someone, Ava, that kind, I don't really like that kind of mech stuff. I like mech stuff that's, mm-hmm. like, military mech stuff. Okay. Um, that's kind of where i kind of like really legends enjoy. of the
1: galactic heroes robotech that kind
0: of stuff. That stuff exactly even though robotech has 15 different shows in it but yeah stuff like that you know um that's kind of where i draw the line with mech stuff also mm. mech stuff with rollerblades kind of lame there
1: they got the fucking Heelys band they're
0: fucking circa lame. 2000
1: up in here i don't
0: know man that's Something about that show never really got my opinion. Like, I never really liked it a lot. I mean, I never watched it. Just to, I've seen parts of it on like on um, TV.
1: It being like this guy's name is Le <gasps> I found it. I found the keyframe. Okay. Oh, that kind of looks like I don't know. Never mind. That doesn't even look like good art. That looks like somebody like paste. They look like somebody photoshopped their own drawing. That doesn't look good. Is it a DeviantArt? art? No. It looks like an official. I guess it just doesn't look good as a still. Because, like, it's an official, like, Sunrise Bandai artwork. Oh, no, never mind. It is art. Told you. (laughs) I lied. This is is the mech
0: you're trying to show me, or what are you trying to show me?
1: I was trying to show you, like, the... I've seen the GIF before. Hold on.
0: So is this mech you're showing me right now in the chat, is this, like, the main character's mech?
1: No, it's actually the antagonist's mech. Because the main character doesn't really have like his own mech he like i mean he basically like steals other people's mechs so
0: so why, why how does he have the ability to do that stuff
1: so the sh- in the show uh in like the first couple episodes he accidentally uh ends up uh a stowaway on uh a terrorist group's uh truck as they went to steal like a top secret thing from the government The thing that they stole is the girl who grants this power to, I guess, one person at a time. And the power is the power that lets you tell anybody uh, what to do. But the limitations are you can only tell them once and you have to have direct eye contact with them. So, Mm, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, is this the gift? Yeah, okay. Hopefully the gift goes. Tell me this shit rolling out does not look fucking baller. Hopefully, the GIF plays.
0: Send it through.
1: I hope the GIF plays. Let
0: me check it. Let me peep it. I'll click on it. It does not play. No,
1: it doesn't play. Fuck. Hold on. I don't know how to copy GIFs. Maybe if I just copy the link address.
0: Yeah, send me that.
1: Yeah, let's try that. Click on that. Da da da.
0: Okay. Okay. All right, it's loading up. Up. Oh, no, hold on.
1: It's a little skinnier than I thought.
0: Uh, I mean, that's cool. I. I it <laughs> that's looks cool. cool. That's that's not it's as cool role. as a f- fucking a Gundam flying out of a ship. No, it's
1: definitely not as cool. They're definitely not as cool as Gundam. That's for sure.
0: Okay, what's their launch sequence? Do they say something before they launch?
1: uh i think they let's just say blade
0: long.
1: fucking no, like <laughs> let's Beyblade. i mean like d-
0: like at least in gundam they're like you know here's my name here's my rank here's my gundam and launching and then they and they explode is out sword? the ship Did
1: that say swordy? or is that a different show
0: that's a different show oh. all right well you know i'll never watch that
1: marvel baby marvel
0: that Guys, was my big week thanks for listening We'll see y'all back next week with more License to View here on the podcast. Yeah. All right, Zach. We'll we'll see you. Yeah.